Our faith journey is a story unique to each individual and is constantly being written. No two people are identical, no two days are alike, but God is the same. This is the Real Stories of Life with God podcast, a place for honest conversations about life and faith. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm really glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. So, my name is Will Garner. Um, I am married to Lindsay, married for five years. We recently had Levi. Um, he turned one in May. And um, yeah, I've been in Augusta for, we moved here four years ago now, which seems kind of crazy. Four but, years? Um, four oh, years. Can you believe that? No. Oh, it feels gosh. like that was a very recent move. But yeah, we've been here that long. Um, but yeah, Lindsay and I met at school. We went to Kennesaw State University and um, married shortly after graduation. And then we've been here ever since. Um, what do you do for work? I work for ADP. ADP. The, I often have to explain um, payroll, yeah. not the security company. Yeah. ADP <laughs> versus ADP. <laughs> oh, so great. Okay. I think we should jump right in. My first question for you is what currently stirs your love for God? Uh, Currently stirs my love for God, probably my son. Um, Mm. Life has obviously changed drastically since he joined us a year ago. Um, But just seeing it's a weird, it's a weird feeling to, you know, love something that much you always hear like you'll understand it when when you become a parent and you know it doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense until you do but um to just look at him and see that he's ours and we have the opportunity to be his be his parents um is sometimes (laughs) kind of an overwhelming thought but also such a blessing and you know seeing God's favor and you know that we we have him and it's been a wild year of adjustments to parenthood and all of those uncertainties, but true blessing. So I would say that, you know, it's a more of a way that God shows his love for us. Um, and you feel that in the, in, in a whole new sense, when you think about Christ and, you know, in relationship, son to father, and now having a son, it, you feel the weight of that a lot more. So I would say that is what stirs me currently. Oh yeah. I could totally relate to that. Some things become a lot more tangibly real things that were kind of in my head, but have taken a lot more weight to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure you can relate to things that I'm like, I thought I prayed a lot and now I pray a lot more. 100%. 100%. Yes. I, I love that. I can relate to that too. But yeah, you're praying well, twice as I, much. Yes, yes. I was about <laughs> to say, I um having a second one has stretched me in ways that I did not know. And I feel like the biggest thing though, having a second one is teaching me is that when I think I'm empty, God can still help me do things. Like yes. I don't have to, you know, like you happen to think like I have to be rested to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now granted, rest is really important. And very yeah. valuable. And I need to yeah. make good, wise choices with my priorities because a lot of people depend, you know, I have little people who, who need me, but I can also pour from an empty cup. 100%. Yeah. You know, God, like, God he'll, he'll meet that, that need. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
and like there is an element that's been for me of just you know complete trust because I recognize I don't know what I'm doing so like Lindsay is much more of a natural parent than I am um she's just like she was it was complete like flipped a switch and she was just mom and it was you know that was also amazing but like it was like she immediately just knew you know what to do how to respond I did not feel that way so I was like more of the guy that was like what do we do you know what is what does this mean so so there will be an element of complete trust complete surrender so um yeah that's been a a very big lesson for sure my next question is, is there anything that currently stifles your love for God? Um, probably, probably fall into the trap of busy. And I would say that can be stifling at times just because already touching on new parent, but that brings a whole new level of commitments. Like we're not just managing, not that he's at an age where he's, you know, getting into extracurriculars and stuff, but like we now have to get him to daycare and he has his own doctor's appointments and we have, you know, Mm -hmm. all those type of things in addition to the, all of the work stuff and Lindsay works and all the other outside of commitments. Like we have go to our life group for church and we church on Sundays and all of those things. So just the added level especially with work, taking on additional responsibilities there, which sometimes lead to, it could be longer hours, you know, it could be something additional, maybe out on a town trip or something like that. Um, I think I have a tendency to let my Sunday service, you know, attending on Sunday be my, okay, I'll fill up here and I will, I'll use this to, you know, reset and then approach the rest of the week. So um, as opposed to setting aside a time alone with God. Um, Mm. I think that I have to, that's something that I have to diligently work at just because of my natural tendency is to want to, you know, plan and let's control as much as possible, which is, you know, a joke. But um, (laughs) so I think that's probably a trap that I fall into pretty often that I have to work at. Mm. I can definitely relate to that too. Have you found anything, any small habits or reminders or ways of keeping God in front of you? Well, yeah, like I think like part of, like I said, my personality is to like want to plan. And I have found in the moments that I do plan to, okay, we're going to start the day with, you know, I might get up and get in the word and make that, you know, the way that I start my day rather than, hitting the ground running, baby has to get dressed. You know, we have to get out the door. Everybody's got to go to work and caught up in that level of when I do set aside the time and I do make the conscious effort, everything still gets done. You're like, Oh, look, it's mm-hmm. possible. And it's not that it can happen. And you found like whatever I was reading through or whatever I was praying through, you know, you often tend to see maybe not tangibly or immediately, but there's typically a lesson in the course of the day or, or shortly thereafter of like, yes, connected with that this morning and saw that in mm-hmm. real life in the course of my day. But I think that those are the like small victories of, Hey, look, it's possible. It can be done. You know, I, it can be part of my daily routine. It can be a norm. So, um, I think it's just getting outside of my own head and don't make the excuse and recognize the priority and recognize the importance. Um, so I have, I've, I have had success with it. It's just something that is conscious. I have to be conscious of. 
I think that is so good. I I love what you're saying too. It's like it, all the things will happen because I'm going to make that happen. My posture about going about it will just probably feel a little differently because I will have taken some time and put some really good, encouraging truth or really worship the Lord or something like I will feel differently in doing all the things. Even if you just approach it from the stance of Lord, help me to put this on my heart to prioritize time with you. And then you you do so, you find the time, you start your day and whatever that looks like, whether it be in the word, prayer, you know, whatever. And then all of those things you were worried about not being able to get done or accomplish. And then those things happen and those needs are met and you say, when? Thank you, Lord, for meeting that need, for answering me, for recognizing, you know, so it's, it's small steps. But then when you look up and you're like, Hey, I've been doing this for a week, for a month and Mm -hmm. everybody's still here. Everybody's still doing, you know? (laughs) Right. I think growing up in church, I sometimes get tempted by like, it has to look this way or it's not good enough. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of making it more about me than I am about paying attention to the Lord. And so I I think that Mm -hmm. allowing my season of life to be my season of life and trusting that God can meet me in it. Yeah. Makes it more about him. I'm depending on him. You know, you talked about dependence and trust um, mm-hmm. earlier. So I think that's a good reminder. All. And it's just a reminder too. like, he can meet me in the car. I don't yeah. have to be like in my living room in a specific chair at this, at, like at 730 in the morning. He can like, it can be wherever he's not confined to a specific space. Like that's just a huge, that's just, I think a, a very human way of looking at it of like, oh, I didn't if it didn't fit into this time slot in my day at this point, then it's just not going to happen. So we have to actively work at including it. Yes. I think it's great. Okay. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. The truth that God is sovereign means a lot to me because I'm not. (laughs) And I mean that in going back to the, what I was saying earlier about like my natural like personality is to, you know, it's type a it's control, you know, some sort of plan, like uncertainty is, you know, I starts to twitch a little. Um, but I think, (laughs) I think that joking aside, that element of trust has again, looking back over my entire life, or even you could use the last year of being a parent in the moments of like, I don't know, you know, I, Mm. I don't know why this particular event happened, or I don't know why he's crying, or I don't know why this did not work out the way that I expected to. The element of complete trust and surrender, knowing that he's sovereign is enough. And Mm. um, it goes to, you know, obviously in scripture, you know, we, his love for us surpasses our knowledge and understanding. And that's something I have to lean on quite often because, I want it to make sense. I want to be Mm. able to see, you know, the reasoning behind steps taken or things that occurred and what that end result is going to be or what it should be. And we don't get that. And that's okay Mm. because he is sovereign and he is good and can be trusted. So it's a continual truth that I have to go back to. It's, uh, It's a human element that I have to fight against and be aware of, but it's always, whenever I look back on it, it's always been helpful. Yeah. It's been, it's been a real blessing. So good. I love it. What you just said, you said he's sovereign and he's good and he can be trusted. 
I'm like, I think that's where a lot of the temptation to be anxious and fearful comes in. We just like forget his nature. Because a lot of times you think sovereignty, like one of the thing, one of the struggles with sovereignty is like, well, he's gonna allow things that I'm not gonna want. Yeah. I wanted it yeah. to, and it got like you gave the examples with kids because it. I mean, everything's out of your control. A lot's in your control, but a lot is out of your control. Yeah. But we we forget that like in the same vein, while he's powerful and sovereign, he's also good and he is trustworthy. Right. And like, even in, even going into parenting, you know, that unexpected will occur or even just in life, Mm -hmm. like outside of that unexpected outside of your plan or what you thought would happen is going to occur. So, you know, that like innately, but even when it happens, we act surprised by it and we're thrown off by it. And we're like, (laughs) you know, this has completely thrown me for a loop. And, um, but, you know, obviously in the moment it does, but it's kind of this weird dynamic of like, but should we have really been surprised? You know, did we really right. think it's going to go exactly the way we want it to or thought, thought it would? So, yeah, it's it's just been a, it's an ongoing lesson. It's something mm. that I continue to come back to. It's something I continue to be reminded of. And again, like same example of, looking back on things that you deal with or have gone through, it's, you know, why wouldn't he be, why wouldn't he meet me in this circumstance? He's met every other circumstance. And even if it's yes. not in the time frame that I expected it to be or wanted it to be in every other circumstance, it's been perfect and it's mm. been better than what I had expected or had wanted. So it's, it's a continual lesson, but it's, it's been really beneficial. That's huge. And it goes back to that same thing that we were talking about earlier about just busyness. Like how often, like, I think the times that we, that we do are like, that we do feel surprised by the unexpected is because we have let ourselves get so caught up in the busy and mm-hmm. we have not prioritized. It's been falls to the back burner and we've put all the other things in front of, whereas had we been making the effort continually prioritizing, making sure that we set time alone, like whether it be in the word or in prayer, no, just time with God. It's those times that we are caught off by the unexpected because then you really, your world is rocked and you're not steady. You're Mm -hmm. not, you're not centered. Then it's, it's everything, everything's connected. You know, it's, it's not, it's not new. So so true and so good. Okay. My last question is, what is something you are looking forward to? I'm looking forward to continuing to watch Levi grow. Um, just this last year and how much has changed the things that he gravitates towards, um, you know, his curious nature, his, <laughs> the things that we find funny. Um, you know, it's just parenting has been such an incredible, incredible journey for me over the last year, but also a sanctifying one. Um, Mm. I think just being on that continual walk, but I, I'm, I've loved it as, as sometimes scary and sometimes uncertain that it's been, I've loved every minute of it. And I look forward to, you know, his next milestones and his next seasons and, um, getting to have types of conversations of faith-based and Christ-centered and, those type of things and letting that curious nature of his, you know, expand to faith-based conversations. And so I'm looking forward to it. 
Listening friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith inspired, refreshed, or strengthened. Mm -hmm.